Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of Wallach and Thornbuckle's Excellent Adventures. The story at this point is really getting intense and I feel like we've hit this really kind of this tipping point. Okay, no, we haven't. But Wallach and Thornbuckle seem to be having a decent time. If you missed last week's episode, be sure uh, to go back and listen to it. I'm going to finally say that. No more not listening to it. You need to go back and listen to the previous episodes Good. because where else where you will you get world class voice voice acting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't even distinguish between our characters. It's just amazing what we do, and their personalities are all so varied. <laughs> Practically cl- critical role, basically. I'm pretty sure Matt Mercer is going to be calling us anytime soon. How do you do it, guys? <laughs> Can you come show us how we... <laughs> how have you made such a multi-million... Well, never mind. In last week's episode, if you did not catch up, um, you found Wallach and Thornbuckle, Vilbao, the Elven Man, and Flintfoot, a dwarven, shape-shifting, very shifty guy, walking down the road at the beginning. They started an encounter which ended very clearly or very quickly with a polymorph by Vilbao turning Flintfoot into a snail, which he then put into a knapsack of sorts and now is carrying around behind them. Uh, they made their way to Vilbao's associate's house into Neverwinter, where Thornbuckle spent some time <clears throat> hood up trying to avoid the guards, correct? Um, but yeah, made their way to Vilbao's house, and upon entering, a young boy came running in, panicking, uh, which ended up being, what, one Tom, who had some sort of a drug paraphernalia uh, mishap. A little explosion. <laughs> Glass bong or something went boom. Yeah. Um, his father came out and scolded him, and we leave our adventurers. I feel like... I, I kind of imagine like almost when you were back in college and like all of your friends and you guys were just hanging out in the living room, but you've never met these people. So you're just sitting there like awkwardly, like, you know, twiddling your thumbs and like, who, who are these people? Um, but Vilbal is in there. Um, Wallocked, Thornbuckle. And I think the last thing that they had heard was a voice coming down the stairs. As they turned to look and see who, who had cautioned Wallocked about his his trust issues. They see a large, very girthy, very voluptuous woman with just the slightest prickliest beard <laughs> and, 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 and long hair down to the small of her back. Uh, green, green bar, green bar. Ah, did you say green bar or green boy? I'm not a boy though. I am a goblin. You should trust better people. Um, I'm sorry. Who, who are you? Why, why shouldn't I trust Vilbao? He seems, he's a stand-up guy. I really like him so far. And, and Vilbao at this, <clears throat> I, I'm sorry. I'm, I did not introduce. Uh, this is one of my other very unique associates. This is the name of Sandy Flintfoot. Hold on. You're Sandy Flintfoot? Are you related to Flintfoot? Yes, he he betrayed our people. Wait, hold on, Thornbuckle. And and he looks over at Vilbao. Did you know this the whole time that this guy was related to this 
woman here that you're in league with? Wait a minute, I don't trust any of you. And he like quickly pulls out a dagger. Now calm down, Wallach. Now, now, Mr. Flintfoot, this is, uh, this is, as you understand, this is uh, mildly unusual and I'm a little confused here. Would you mind enlightening us? Wallach, dagger in hand. You're, you all are in league together. You're all doing this. Thornbuckle, we need to get out of here. We need to go see Ziva. And he starts just kind of taking a few steps backwards. <laughs> Now, 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 calm down now, my dearest Wallach. Uh, Vilbao, you understand that this is highly irregular. How do you know the aforementioned Miss Flintfoot? And Vilbao kind of takes a deep sigh. Uh, Wallach, Wallach, it's, it's okay. We, we, we do mean you at no harm at all. And I, I very much apologize for not telling you the truth. But I thought if I was to have told you, that I was uh, associates with Flintfoot's wife. <laughs> that, that that you would immediately distrust us. And I think both you and Thornbuckle are integral parts of uh, moving forward with these investigations into these fighting rings. We suspected long ago that Mr. Flintfoot was part of all of this. And so that is why Sandy actually came to us. She came to us and told us that her husband had been moving out to the farms and she had tracked him one day. So, Sandy, I, I believe, when was the last time you even saw your dear husband? It's been, it's been several months. Okay, well, I, don't, I do not mean to alarm you. And he pulls out the knapsack and he opens it up and you can see the snail there with a little, little tingly red beard on, on it. But this is... Your beloved here. He motions down to the snail that he is holding on the palm of his hand. It looks like something he deserves. I I don't disagree with you, Bob. You don't seem alarmed, so we'll move forward with our conversation then. And he, he at this point, you can see him recast the spell. Go ahead and roll a, a d20 for me real quick for another saving throw. 12? Nope. He's still a snail. <laughs> um and so you kind of see just a momentary where it just kind of slightly enlarge and then shrinks right back down into the snail on his hand. Uh, well, that should be good for another hour. And he folds back up the knapsack and puts it down on the table. And he makes sure it's tied so the snail is not going to be crawling out anytime soon. Hold on. So you're saying that she came and saw you guys, told you about some of the underground days, and that her husband, Mr. Snailfoot, was the one involved? Yes. And you see at this point, just big, big tears start to flow. My, my husband, he was, he became enamored with the, with the drows. The drows? Wait, they're involved in all this? Yes. The, the queen that they reference, she's a drow. And Wallach looks over at Thornbuckle. Okay, look, there's a lot of things I'll do, but I don't think you and I going to take on a bunch of drow. Seems like that excellent of an adventure. Well, now let, let's just garner some more information. So, so my, dear, my dearest Miss Flintfoot, what you're saying is your husband was in league with, with uh, the Drows and with Jesper and with Miss Roberta. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yes, unfortunately. I, I, I apologize. My, my throat's all messed up. I've been sick lately. <laughs> Wallach, at this point, puts his dagger back into its 
uh, sheath. And what are we supposed to do then? Like, why do you guys keep having us around? You know, you look way more powerful than we've ever been, Bill Bow and Sandy. I don't know what you can do, nor the, the weird guy outside with the sun. Um, but what is your next step moving forward? Well, Wallach, why don't we, instead of insulting the gentleman outside, why don't we bring him into the room and the, the, the five of us will have a consultation, maybe potentially without the young Tom. He seemed like the most logical of everyone here. <laughs> Please go get the 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 gentleman outside, Walla. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back. And he, he goes outside. Uh, excuse me, sir. And you can hear like all of a sudden the the ongoing barrage. Mint, I guess, would be the best way to describe it, of words coming from him towards his son. Kind of halts for a second. He looks like, <clears throat> yes, yes, what do you want? I'm sorry, they just, they have Mr. Flintfoot inside as a snail, and they said that they wanted to talk to you. And he looks at you, all of you, or looks at Wallach. What? You have Mr. Why didn't Vilbao say that as a snail, he's using his polymorph stuff again, isn't he? Okay, and he looks over at Tom. Tom, we are not through here you never understand me dad i've tried time and time again i just want you to get a good education i don't care what you do if you want to go to the academy for wizardry if you want to go learn to be a blacksmith but stop being an absolute layabout stealing my money and taking advantage of these nice people who have been housing us for the last fortnight now if you don't mind you need to clean up the rest of this mess and I will deal with this later. And he turns around in his cloak. Gosh. He, he sweeps up past Wallock and Wallock looks over at Tom. Don't worry. I think Thornbuckle has some stuff you can have later. <laughs> he walks into back into the house. Wallock, Thornbuckle, Vilbal, unknown, sandy haired, blonde man, and, and Mrs. Flintfoot, Mrs. Sandy Flintfoot, to be specific. Uh, what you didn't describe, is she actually an elf or is she a human? Do we have like some dwarven human interactions going on here? Because I yeah, like it. Yeah, she's like, she seems to be part human, part dwarven. Like she's, she would, she's very tall for a dwarf, very short for a human. Okay. Kind of a stocky build. Type yeah, kind of stocky. Yeah. Vilbao, you did not uh, say anything. You said you, you, that's, and he comes over and he looks at the knapsack. Is he in here? Can we just squash him and be done with this? Well, now, hold on. We don't want to go squashing the, the dearest Flintfoot because uh, right now he's very controlled as a snail. And if we go with squashing him, he's going to be a, he's going to come to his full form. And he, he looks at you. Who are you anyway? And what are you doing here? What's, who are these people, Vilbao? Vilbao, I'm so sorry. I did not uh, properly introduce. Uh, this here is, well, you don't recognize him from some of the statues around Neverwinter. This is the famous, infamous Thornbuckle. He traveled once with Plan B, don't you remember? And he kind of gets wide-eyed. At your service, my good uh, sir. Oh, Thornbuckle. Yes, I, I trust that you, that you live your life in the service of our good Queen Ziva. Uh, yeah, of course we do. That's what we've been working all this time. My apologies for any insults towards your way. Uh, but okay, who's your green friend then? I'm uh, I'm Wallock. <laughs> this here is dearest Wallock. He is one of my oldest and most trusted associates. I'm sure that you understand that his presence is required uh, in all my meetings or I will have to remove myself. Fine by me. I mean, goblins being trusted? Nah, that's not something we normally do, but if you say Hang so... Hang on here. The world would never have been saved if not for dearest Walla. 
we don't uh, discriminate against any goblins around around these parts. Thank you, Thornbuckle. That's right. And I have a pig farm if you're interested in coming out and petting them. It, well, not yet. That's how we got caught up in this. Is I was looking for a pig farm. And, and he just breaks into an extremely long, like, spiel on how they've been, like, out there traveling, every looking for farmland and everything. It's just such a tough real estate market. <laughs> oh, okay. So we, we have learned quite a bit of information um, here. Uh, uh, Thomas. And Thomas looks over. Okay, so you've learned a bit of information. Continue. Yes. So um, I did make my way out to the farmlands, and I was able to find and track down this Jesper fellow. But by the time I had gotten there, he was in the process of trying to, well, capture, kill. I'm not quite sure these two, but uh, they were proved themselves to be quite capable burned down the house without much uh, of my aid and we did a little exploration down below which is where we found mr flintfoot um and it was then that i knew personally that he was uh, <laughs> going to need to be captured so thankfully he kind of walked on the way back with us he also did mention this queen mrs flintfoot that you had just mentioned so now the problem is is we have proof, we have the gambling and the, the, the rings down below that we can show to the queen. We have someone who's been involved firsthand alive. We have more evidence of farmlands by both Miss Jesper and uh, by <clears throat> Mrs. Roberta's farmland as well. So at this point, I, I believe we could take it to the queen and see if they could not put together a group that might be able to fully explore these underground uh, systems and to see if they could not uh, perhaps find what is actually going down below. At this point, Thornbuckle kind of interrupts. And, you see, here's the problem. We don't know the, all that much about the drow, do we? Well, I don't know anything about the drow. And Thomas, um, you... you <sighs> Yes and no. We we definitely know that they live in the Underdark, uh, that they generally worship. They refer to her as what? The Dark Maiden, dark maiden Lady Silver silver Hair, all sorts of different things for their, their goddess down there. And generally, they kind of stay away from sunshine. I believe there are other cities in the world that, I think I'm doing my wrong voice here. This is Thomas, just to clarify for our listeners, that they have uh, plenty of other places around uh, the, 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 the world where they are above on the surface. But here in Neverwinter, they do not. That is correct. So I believe, and the reason, Wallach and Thornbuckle, I've asked you to accompany us. Well, Thornbuckle, your connection to the queen, I think, is key in proving to her that they need to assemble, well, basically a plan C uh, to take this on, lest we have another event as of a few years ago. Wait, so all you want us to do is to take you to the queen? Yes, I, I do believe that there might be a, a better way of managing this. What's your idea, Thornbuckle? Well, don't you think we need to get a little bit more recon, sir, before we go talking to the queen? Um, what, what, what do you suggest? What kind of recon? Do you want to go do our own exploration of the Underdark? I suppose you, me, Thomas, Wallock. Now, you guys have proven yourself quite skillful, but uh, how would you be with hordes coming your way? Well, excuse me, sir. Did you say hordes or whores? <laughs> that's andy laughing because uh, i'm quite adept at handling one of those bill looks at you hordes of drow not 
whores of drow. Oh, yes, yes. I apologize, sir, because... Are you still pretty quick with your blade these days, So Well, you know, I've been regaining some of my lost speed on my adventures over the past few weeks. I, I tell you, Wallach and I need to have a, a quick conference outside. Do you mind? Uh, no, please go on. So... They step out the front of the house. Dearest Wallach, what do you make of this here situation? I'm not quite sure. I never really... I mean, they want us to go down below into the Underdark. You actually want us to go back down below into the Underdark. They just want us to go meet Queen Ziva. Now, if you really want to go back into the Underdark, I'll go with you. You know, I'll go anywhere with you, Thorny. Maybe we just need to talk to Queen Ziva by ourselves. I don't know about bringing along all these others. Well, I mean... I kind of agree with you, but I kind of like the Vilbao guy. He's He can turn things into animals. Well, maybe we suggest to Vilbao that he bring Flintfoot along. Sandy or Mr. Uh, Mr. That Sandy's creeping me out with her little weird voice. And yeah, she does seem to be all over the place. Sometimes she sounds like a man. Sometimes she sounds like a woman. I'm really <laughs> not sure on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go and explore some more and see if we can figure stuff out? Because we're both pretty stealthy. We can maybe get even more, but then we let, might die. Let, let's just go grab Vilba real quick. Let, let me see if I can get him out from the inside. All right. Maybe we can take off. Uh, so he walks back inside. Uh, Mr. Vilba. And he kind of turns around as he was discussing um not not in like whispered tones by any means and you can kind of just hear him discussing the queen and whatever as you walk in it um <clears throat> yes thornbuckle would it be possible for you to uh join us outside we have a a quick issue with uh thornbuckle's uh blade here and your, uh, your blade do you frequently refer to yourself in the third person excuse me <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I, I meant uh, Wallach's blade. It just having a, an issue. He seems to have nicked it. He kind of like gives you kind of a, a wink. <laughs> He's like, sure. And he, he walks outside to join you guys on this step. All right, what do you want? I do believe that we we might be more successful in our endeavor if we just leave these here behind. Oh, um, I would definitely agree with you on Sandy. Um. She's not going to be much helpful anywhere. Um, no offense to her. She's a lovely person. Uh, but Thomas is quite an accomplice, accomplished bowman. Uh, he can shoot things from quite afar with quite great accuracy. Uh, he might be aid, uh, a good aide. Now, if you're not comfortable with him, and I do understand that, I will be more than happy to leave him here. I'm just letting you know that I trust him. I've known him for a long time, um, and he generally has the best of intentions. Yes, I I just, uh, sir, if you don't mind, I like to keep it. I'd like to keep it just to people that I that I personally trust, which includes you, my good man. Uh, make a persuasion check, and this isn't going to be to say yes or no. This is just going to be for his reaction to it. Thirteen. That fair enough, Thornbuckle. I will. Now, let me clarify, are Yumi and Wallach going to explore the caverns, or is this Yumi and Wallach going and talking to the queen? What I would, what I would like to do is to go and to meet with the queen, make sure she puts uh, Flintfoot in prison, and then we can assemble some, uh, some supplies 
and possibly bring Baylor with us mm. to discover what's going on with the drow in the in the underdeep. I think that would be a great idea. So we'll go find Ziva, hopefully Baylor, you me Wallach. I think that's a I think that's a good idea. I I I do I do like that. Um now there is one other thing is we do need to make sure that Mr. Flintfoot not Mrs. Flintfoot, but Mr. Flintfoot, um, is taken before the Queen before we do anything, or Baylor, and that he is appropriately uh, shackled. Now, the problem is that is if I bring a a man that I have transformed into a snail, it is not going to bode well for me. It's going to be my word versus Mr. Flintfoot's word. So that is where I definitely need you all in presence with me, especially well, you. We will definitely vouch for the experience. You do understand that not only we are, are we famous with the queen, but we are her longtime friends. All righty. Well, then it is settled. Let me, um, let me go clear up real quick with Thomas. Let me go clear up real quick with Mrs. Flintfoot. And then I think we'll be off to see the queen. And I do believe that is where we will pause for the day.